Hello guys, I'm finally back, and you might think, oh, this has gone on for a long time now. I apologize that I just didn't have the case, but now I finally have the case, you know, for you to, you know, to, you know, discuss and stuff, listen to. I don't know what you're doing when you're listening to this. Are you driving your car? Um... If you're an adult then, or sitting on the train, sitting on the bus, go to work, I don't know where and what you like to do when you listen to this pod. Do you just want to relax? Do you do this before you drift off to bed? Please, please, please let me know. And I'll be happy. So today we're going to talk about honor killing. And I want to spread awareness that this is not something that it's maybe common but does happen and it happens i think in sweden a lot because there's many immigrants there not saying that most people are obviously swedish but there's always immigrants here and there so yeah and it's about the culture and that they bring shame to the family and you know i think the women are always like Married at such a young age, they have to be forced to just take care of the kids, be in the kitchen. I don't think they are really allowed to have any fun or like do anything they want to do. They can't, they have to, they have to abide the rules. Even when they're adults and they should be allowed to do what they want, they still are control like that. Nobody deserved to go through what Fadima went through. On January 21st, 2002, she got shot by her own father and she died. Fadima Chandal is born on April 2nd, 1975. I think in Kurdistan, Turkey, and, uh, you know, but she kind of, like, grew up in Sweden. I think they moved, I'm not sure, but maybe she was six years old when they moved to Sweden. And, uh, you know, in their country, they have, like, religious beliefs. I think they're Muslims, not sure, but whatever. They forced their children to marry at such a young age, and, you know... The women are basically not allowed to have like a fun life or live the live a life that they want to. Basically, they are controlled by men, and men has a lot more freedom. They are the one to decide. I don't think they even love their like daughters, those who act this way, and just give them to another like man who abused who abused them. And when the girl refused to abide, it will be problems. Sometimes it will even end up in murder. Fadima Chandel wasn't allowed to get a boyfriend or a husband. It had to be like something her parents chose. 
but it will probably be some abuser that is a lot older and you know obviously abuse her because I don't really think they care about the children down there like not saying that every Kurd doesn't have that traditional way there is both good Kurds and bad Kurds and I think Fadima was the innocent one what she was, what she did to the family was to br- to bring shame. Her father fought, and her brother as well. It was unforgivable. They couldn't forgive her for quote unquote bringing shame to the family. Now I don't know how that how she could bring shame to the family. Can't she just live her life as she wants? She's an she's a grown woman. She's an adult. She is supposed to make her own decision. You're not supposed to just go and force her to marry someone she doesn't want to marry. Well, that's exactly how it is. Like in some Kurdistan, there's many that are married against their will. To a person that they don't love. That's tragic. Fadima just wanted to have a normal life. She also wanted you know, to have a boyfriend that treats her well. And she found one. Patrick. Patrick was a Swedish-Iranian guy. I don't know so much about him, but they secretly dated, started dating, and it continued for a year. They, they became very callous. Once they went out holding hands, and they didn't even realize this before it was too late. I think it was Fadima's father was riding on a motorbike and saw them. He became furious. He could never forgive Fadima for what she has done. Getting a boyfriend that was, she was bringing shame to the family. And the repetition in Kurdistan is everything, basically. It's all about honor. It's all about repetition. It's all about... No, stuff like that. And I think that other families may not like... You know, when... Might just shame the families. Maybe that's the reason why... It's so important, you know. We don't really understand what I mean, but... If a daughter done something, then... Another family might hate the family, like all of the family, and that or they are afraid. I mean, the family that you know, the girl apparently brought a shame, shame mom, are afraid that they are going to hate, hate the family. So the girl has to be punished for you know bringing shame. I don't know how that could be shame, but they are not forgiving at all. Towards girls who, quote unquote, bring shame. I, I don't. I don't call that bring shame. I call it like 
bring joy because if my if I have a daughter I would I would love to you know see her happy with her boyfriend it wouldn't matter how he looked like it would just matter how he treated my daughter that's what I would think I would protect my daughter at any cost. I would stay by her side. All the time. No matter what. This wasn't the case for Fadima Scheindahl. Her father hated her. And obviously repetition is everything. And... You know, Fadim was actually a bit known in media because, you know, she's first were, you know, anonymous, but then she became public. And that was another insult to the family. I think it was like the, that the public hated these people now, blah, 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 blah. So... They get really mad. If anybody insults their culture, they're going to get really pissed. So, yeah, obviously they took that as another insult. But Fadimi just wanted to bring this up. Why couldn't she just have a normal life like anybody, everybody else? Why does her life have to be so unfair? And that was what she was talking about. Obviously, people knew her before she died or, like, knew what she was. She was, but... So that's why I think it was so... Because it was an honor killing and she was known. So... You know, she appeared on some kind of, like, what is it called? Striptease. Some Swedish program. And, you know... It was like an insult to the family. And she said she knew she couldn't really return as it was before. She had done what she had done. And her decision was already made. And, you know, then it was kind of like some politician that was also Kurd tried to reason with the parents. I think her father to let her be with, you know, Patrick, and uh, I think, but the relatives, I think the family agreed, but the relatives, nah, so, well, it was, didn't work, unfortunately, but, and, I think it was the 3rd of June, 1998. Patrick dies in a car accident. And this obviously makes Fadima really sad because she loved him. And, you know, she was always getting harassed, you know, by her. Just as a sign out, doesn't have anything with Patrick's death to do. I just forgot to mention it, that she was considered a slot and she was called a slot by her own brother and was threatened that he was going to kill her one day it even they even got charged 
and you know in that courtroom or like outside of it the brother tried to attack Fadima the brother was later sentenced to five months in prison and and a fine or I don't know if it was a fine but I, I'll just say fine he had to pay at least a bit of money you know and that was also taken as an insult, like the court appearance and everything. And her mother just burst out crying, didn't want to look at Fadima. I don't know if she really hated Fadima, but she didn't want to disappoint her husband, I don't think. On January 21st, 2002. Fadime is going to visit her family because she's going away to Kenya for something, you know, to be like a socionome. And uh, it's going to Kenya for six months and she just couldn't bear just not saying goodbye to family. They go out for dinner and I think, and they, you know, go home and watch TV. I think it was like a Saturday, so like Saturday night and stuff. Yeah, something to do then. And uh, yeah, obviously she wasn't fair, so she said, so she checked like on the keyhole to see if she could see her dad. And her dad was out of sight, so she opened the door. But then her father, I think, he probably hide. He probably hid, you know, somewhere and just came out unexpectedly and shot Fadima. Then the phone call is actually pretty disturbing. You probably won't understand it because it's on Swedish. But, you know, it's basically the sister screaming, seeing that Fadime is dead, that her father was the one that did it and everything. And her father was, you know, Fadime's father was immediately arrested and charged with premeditated murder. And it she he admits it at first and in district court he was convicted and sentenced to life also in the appeals court that he actually take took back his admission but i don't know why he did that or his confession but and uh, the mother testified but i think it was for you know, the dad, like, Fadima's dad, because, you know, she still loves him. I think it was just a bit that she had learned to love him. Even though I think she was kind of forced to marry him, but whatever. I don't know if she really hated Fadima, but, uh, but you know, the sister loved her at least. And, like, society did. I wish I could have known her because she seems to be so good and you know she was just so frightened of 
you know, the, you know, things happening to her, obviously. Fadima's killer, her dad, got his sentence, or like he was accepted, he was granted parole and was released back into the society after serving about 16 years of his sentence for murdering Fadima. I don't know if it was a public outrage, but I think people was angry that he was released so early. Because this murder is like no ordinary. It's basically very, 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 you know, got a lot of attention. Obviously, just like the Pila Atoshi murder case, which is also another murder case that I think I will take up on this channel. It's also a honor killing, so I guess you want to hear about that someday as well. But, uh, you know, that's what happened, and, uh, you know, the relatives of her, you know, I think her brother was shot dead by the police after, like, resisting some arrest, and I think he was armed, so that, so I don't know if he really decided to die, but I think they could have just shot him in the leg, maybe. But whatever. I'm not really defending him. But whatever. I just say that. And then I think some maybe un great uncles or uncles or something was convicted of murder. And even one of them, I think, was sentenced to life as well. But yeah. It's kind of bizarre how the... You know, it's kind of like the Nico Jens Jenkins family. Like Erica... And, like, Nico's mom, are, they're all involved, basically. It's kind of absurd. But, you know. Even though, like, uh, Fadima's relatives weren't involved at the same crimes, you know, it's, they still kind of had, like, these criminal backgrounds. And, you know. So, I guess this is it for the Fadima murder case. Did, did you like it? Um, uh, I... I, I hope you enjoyed this case. It was kind of... A bit hard maybe for you to hear this, but if you're bad here hearing this for so long, thank you. I really appreciate it. And I also notice now that my episodes are getting a bit longer, which is good. I actually do believe that I kinda put a lot of more efforts like to my videos than what I did in season one, where basically it was some of my videos were even under ten minutes. Now it's going to about 15-16 minutes and now it's past over 17 maybe even more when I record the intro but whatever. But I'm glad that I'm able to make these long episodes so I can talk about the cases. But I really info needed information about the case. So now I kind of knew... 
you know, everything that happened, I decided to also discuss it, you know, basically. So, yeah, I think I'll see you in the next episode, which will probably be, I think this is episode 9, so episode 10 will be the season finale of this, of, you know, it will be the season finale, then I'll be back after Christmas, like, like in 2020 maybe, I don't know, with, uh, with season 3, and, uh, I'm obviously maybe gonna post, like, one bonus episode, one or two bonus episodes between those, or that depends on the gap, but I think one, one, one or two, I think maybe two, but, yeah, so don't forget, at least one, I promise, at least one, but, okay, so, so, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the True Murder Cast. It's gone to 18 minutes by now, probably more because of the intro, but whatever. You know, I just like talking. Okay, so this is everything for, you know, for this episode. It got a bit awkward there, but whatever. Um, uh, have a nice day.